Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the huddle. Hour number two, 1107 on a Sunday morning. Great to have you with us. Just making sure my microphone's on. Uh, The Vikings are back in action after a week of much-needed rest, relaxation, and probably more reflection after they lost to the Chicago Bears. Going into the bye week in a snoozer tonight to this afternoon, they are in Las Vegas. By all accounts that I've seen, the entire fan base has traveled to Las Vegas to go see the Vikings play uh, the Raiders in Las Vegas. Uh, This is, Charlie, you said in the last hour, and and I don't disagree with you, this is a very pivotal game for this team. Uh, uh, By all accounts, this is a game they should win. Um, The Raiders are not good. They are playing with a uh, second-string quarterback. Of course, so are the Vikings. Uh, but they uh, they don't have Dave, Justin Jefferson. their first-string quarterback was a second-string quarterback. Great point. <laughs> great point. I That's mean... a great point. Um, how, how pivotal, Pete, to you is is this game? I mean, it, it's we look at what they have coming up, the schedule after this. Uh, they have the Lions again. I believe they have the Bears and Poss- mm-hmm. Do they have the Packers again one more time? Or yes. They, they, yeah. Yep. Say so the Packers one more time who, who are now – uh, surging here. How big is this one today? I think it's big. I, th- I think this is one where you look at it, you know, we had that great run, right? We had that run where all of a sudden everybody was like, wow, the Vikings are really something. And I'm thinking, you know, let's keep a little bit of, you know, you, you want to be excited, but you, know, you beat the Saints. Okay, great. Atlanta, uh, you know, great. <laughs> we did beat right, 49ers, though. That was huge. That was huge. But they were banged up. Right. I mean, if you go back and you look and you see, well, there's a missing linebacker, a missing tackle, missing running back. Now, everybody has injuries, but we didn't beat the real 49ers that we see right now that just absolutely uh, spit out and chewed up the Philadelphia Eagles last week. So you look at all of that and and you have to I think you have to look at that and say, all right, well, uh, where were we really? Were we getting a little bit uh, silly almost? And I think we were. So to lose to the Bears. That one's embarrassing for sure. Uh, but, you know, we also lost to the Broncos on the, you know, the, the, the defense kind of at the very end. And it was, 
it was just actually a great game by Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson had looked so terrible early on and suddenly he looked pretty daggone good in that game and, and, and threw uh, pretty well against the Vikings. So everybody talking about the defenses back and this, that, and the other. Well, the Raiders, I think, are kind of the, the team we have to beat when we look at the schedule. I think Cincinnati is a team we have to beat. Lions are going to be tough. Packers are going to be tough. Lions, again, are going to be tough. So when you yep. look at this whole thing, I think it, it, it shows you a, a, a little bit of a different view of, of who they really are right now. So they have Las Vegas today, Cincinnati, Detroit, Green Bay, Detroit, um, yeah. which, which is not an, not an easy stretch uh, well, at, at, any stre- at any means. Although Cincinnati, now without Joe Burrow, uh, will, will be a little bit different than it would have been if he was still in the lineup. Uh, I, I, what I'm watching today and I'm interested in today is I really want to see, and I've said this for the past three or four weeks, I really want to see what Josh Dobbs does with Justin Jefferson. If they cannot, if the connection doesn't work, it, if it's true that Josh Dobbs has regressed back to the mean, which you used that quote a lot last week, Pete, and I and it kept kind of going back in my mind that he really is. He is. He has continued to be what he always is, which is a, a decent backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. At what point, and I know we talked a little bit about this last hour, but at what point today do you say, okay, let's give Jaron Hall another shot to see what he has because we know he's going to be here beyond this season and Josh Dobbs will likely not be here beyond this season at this point, I think is what we've seen. At some point today, do you go, okay, if Dobbs isn't playing well, do you go to Jaron Hall? I think you do. Absolutely you do. I think you have to see what do you have. And I think that decision would come if we just aren't doing anything on offense. We've got everybody we need. We got J.J. back. And I think J.J. probably could have came back a little bit earlier, but I think the Vikings were were just trying to be cautious because, look, this is the best receiver in football. He's he's worth uh, holding on to, and we don't want to have him have an injury that's going to linger even worse. So I think the Vikings made all those those decisions were right. But I think if, if Dobbs can have some success early on and they can coach him into the right type of offensive uh, positioning, and I think that's what Kevin O'Connell's known for, right? He's known to be a, a really good quarterback's coach and offensive coordinator. I don't think he showed that the last couple of games. I think he has to give Dobbs the opportunity to play Dobbs style, which was at Tennessee. Let him kind of have that athleticism out there and try to find those players. And if they're not there, let him run, let him run. Uh, You know, I, I, I think that that's one thing that sometimes these coaches just get caught up and they've got their own model. And his model right now is still, Hey, look, Kirk cousins, Kirk Cousins, we all know, is not a runner. He's mm-hmm. he's not that same athlete as Dobbs. So you've got to tweak this offense a little bit. And if they if they tweak it, I think Dobbs has great success today. If they don't, he's going to be out of there probably by the end of the second quarter. Mm-hmm. And I think you've got to see what Hall's got, right? Let, let's see what do we have here in a guy that, let's be honest, was at the, the, the end of the fifth round. This wasn't a, a quarterback that we grabbed in the first or second round, right. for crying out loud, because sometimes I think we get caught up in this whole thing. Everybody loves the backup quarterback, right? Yeah, <laughs> always. It's the best so game. Right now, yep, so Jared Hall right now, everybody wants to see him. Oh, gosh, let's see how this kid yeah. could be great. He could be better than what we got. Uh, maybe, but the coaches usually make the right decisions, I think, on those kinds of things. We'll see if they do it this time. Well, now knowing what we know now uh, and how important I think that Chicago game ended up being because the loss really kind of puts it, it puts them in the crosshairs now. And it's a two point loss to the Bears that mm-hmm. absolutely should have been a win. 
Do you think it was a mistake to not play JJ? Assuming, assuming that he was healthy, because two weeks later he's going to play now. Assuming that he probably could have gone, maybe not as much. Who knows? Um, do you think that they that he should have played? I, I, and, and I mean, I, maybe this isn't a fair question because we don't know what what his health was at that point. But if he's ready to go full uh, from the beginning of this week now, meaning there was only one week difference, is it a mistake? Should they have played JJ against Chicago? I think that's going to be a great question for a long time. Yeah, uh, you know, go for this season at least. But you know. I, I actually sit on the side of this is the right decision because you don't want him going up against the Chicago Bears and and all of a sudden, think about this. Think about the idea that he did re-injure himself in that game. Is our season then probably over? (laughs) I think a lot of people would probably consider that. Um, And this gives us that opportunity. And quite honestly, you do look at the schedule and you say, well, you know, the Raiders are a beatable team, right? I mean, I think that's the way they viewed it is they got that bye week Take advantage of that. Get J.J. back to the health that he really needs to be, which is, let's be honest, he's got to be at 100%, which it seems to me like he must be at this point in time. So given all of that, I think it was the right decision. I know people could say forever, well, but maybe he was perfectly fine then. Yeah, great. But, you know, there's always that possibility that, you know, with this extra, you know, week and a half, two weeks that he got, this, I think he will be in perfect shape to be running the way J.J. can run. Now it's a matter, can Dobbs get him the ball? Yeah. I mean, you have to assume that they truly felt like he wasn't 100%. He right. may have been 97%, and they're going, <laughs> you know what? We could probably beat the Bears anyway, but even if we don't, it's worth having him for the final stretch more than it is this one game. Um I'd like to talk about defense really quick, Pete, because the Vikings' defense ha- has been so much better this season. Oh. And it's been largely because of Brian Flores' changes and what he's put in there. Um, do you think, and, and I, I'm, I'm looking down the road, but what else do we have to look at right now because playoffs are a slim possibility? Is Brian Flores this team's defensive coordinator next year, or does he get another shot at a head coaching gig? I think he gets at least some interviews. Uh, I think that's some something that he's done a great job to your point he has made this defense a real defense now there are certain things that I still look at though Dave that tell me well we've made some strides but I don't I I don't think we should start saying you know hey look there ought to be a victory thing going on for Flores Mm -hmm. because this defense is great they're not great they're just a lot better than terrible and and (laughs) so (laughs) because the reality is you know you look at certain things I always like to look at these just to give you a really strong feel is the point differentials and some of those kinds of things. But how about the turnover differential? Some, some of those other stats that are out there. Uh, we, we are not as aggressive on defense as a lot of other teams. As a matter of fact, you look at some of these numbers and, you know, we're, we're sort of at the lower end, New England and Washington turnover uh, differential. We're number 30 out of 32 teams. Only New England and Washington are worse. So, there are certain things that you could pick out here and there and say, well, this has been a great year. We're still giving up 20 points a game. We're barely scoring more than that. So we are exactly who we are based on a lot of these stats. And I, I know sometimes stats, stats can be you know misleading, but mm-hmm. I think the reality is we're a 6-6 six and six team. <laughs> you know, what, how many points are we? We're putting up 22 points a game. We're giving up 20. So, you know, we're, we, we're right on that cusp, and we – we've let's be honest there have been times Denver is a great example where 
the defense didn't step up when they had to step up. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, th- those are the things that really you have to look at all of that as well. All that being said, Flores has done a great job and I think has improved our defense a lot. Vikings and Raiders today in Las Vegas. Three o'clock is, is the game time. I think this is a Vikings win, don't you? <laughs> it could be. I'll tell you, Aiden O'Connell is is a quarterback out of Purdue that I remember watching him at Purdue thinking, you know, this kid's got a lot of the different mechanics. Now, it hasn't worked yet. He's thrown too many interceptions, like a lot of people do. But he's got a lot of the mechanics, Dave, to be a pretty good quarterback. And he's got some good targets out there with Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers and all that. So he, he's got some tool. And Josh, Josh Jacobs as a running back. Mm-hmm. That guy's amazing. And, and that's yes. something. It'll be interesting to see how our defense does against him. Because he's a big running back. And oftentimes in the NFL, you've got those fast little quick guys. Josh Jacobs is 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 fast, not quick, but he's big and he and he's an intimidating runner. And so it'll be interesting to see how our defense stacks up against him. Should be a great game in Sin City this afternoon. Excited to watch that one. Uh, we'll take a quick break, come back, and we will talk a little bit about Pete's favorite baseball player, Shohei Otani, going <laughs> yes. to the Dodgers. Why are people mad and or surprised that he went to the Dodgers? We'll dive into that one. You're listening to the huddle. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, my uh, Christmas present for you—I can't get it now, Pete. I was—I was really excited to buy you a Shohei Otani Minnesota Twins jersey for Christmas this year. We were holding out, man. I thought that's what we were doing. I was going to get it printed. I figured you're—you wear a medium because you really—I mean, you're—I like a stealth guy. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Uh, But he's going to the Dodgers. 
Seven hundred million dollars over ten years, averaging seventy million per year, as we talked about uh, in the first hour. It is the largest free agent contract in the history of baseball, hmm. um, and, and it's really, as Charlie you pointed out, it's it's not even close. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's it's massive. So I I mean, it's all it American athletics. I, b- I believe it's, it's the biggest contract at all. No. Uh, yeah, before this, it would have been Trout, right? It was Trout, 12 yep. years, yeah. 400 and yep. something, four and Correct. a quarter or whatever it was. Yeah, Yeah. well, Aaron, this has Aaron Judge listed as nine years, 360. Okay. So I guess they're they're going per year. year on that because Judge year, had a more yeah. uh, more total in that 400. But that's years. almost double. I mean, it's just it's, it's <laughs> eye-popping money, right? And it does not why, – why people are surprised that, that he went to the Do- – I would have been shocked if he had gone to someone other than the Dodgers or the Yankees, to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the money. That's where it's going to go. If it, Why your people are surprised by this, I'll, I'll never understand. The other thing <laughs> that, that got me this week is how angry people are that, that he, you know, he chased the money. He left Anaheim and went uh, – you know, got to stay in state. Probably doesn't even have to move. No. Right, he's still. I mean, how far is L.A. from Anaheim? It's it's not that big of a. It's not no. that far of a drive. <laughs> Maybe he does, but once again, people are they amaze me. And and yes, it's monopoly money. And yes, he's already making a ridiculous amount. And that's what they're saying. It's well, he already makes so much money. Why would he go? You know, why does he need more? Listen, if you could get more money in any job that you do, and I don't care if it's seventy million or seventy cents, you would take the job. If you were a bricklayer and they offered to give you more money to do it down the road and you say, well, I wouldn't do it. I'm, I am committed to brick company. You, you know, like that's not a thing. (laughs) You have family to think about. You have bills to think of. You have lots of things to think about. Yes. It doesn't always go that way, but ultimately if someone's willing to offer you more money to do the same job, and, and frankly, actually, they're offering more money to do less because he's not even going to have to pitch next year because he's right. not going to pitch for he's a little while. He's not going to pitch anywhere. He may not pitch anywhere. <laughs> well, not next it's, year, that is. He has, he has Tommy John. But it, it, nonetheless, so he's essentially getting a raise to do less. It's the American <laughs> dream. You do a great job at your job, Joe. Why don't we pay you three times as much and you can do less? It is America, and it's the way it goes. I mean, why would you say no to that? And and the fact that people are angry about it is absolutely unbelievably weird to me, Dave. Why, why do they care, number one? It has nothing to do with them. I mean, it has to do with, yes. all right, here's a value of a player, in our opinion, uh, that we're willing to pay as a team. Now, let's remember, the ownership of the Dodgers, last I looked, was not uh, the city of Los Angeles, right? I mean, so the owners make these decisions on how much are they willing to pay a player. And here's the amazing thing to me, because how do you compare this salary to anybody else's from the standpoint of what this guy brings to the table? So when you you look at Pat Mahomes, right, he signed that $450 million contract. That was huge. And when you look at the quarterbacks in general in the NFL, all they play is quarterback, by the way. They don't go play quarterback, then play strong safety, and then maybe kick. They play quarterback. This guy is doing something in his sport that nobody else is doing, especially nobody else is doing at the level in which he's doing it. So I don't know. I I got a couple stats for you guys, though, that you're going to love. Charlie, Charlie, you're going to love this one. So. The Oakland payroll in last year was forty-three million. This guy's making <laughs> seventy million. 
In 22, it was 32 million. In 21, it was actually a little more than what he's getting. It was 74 million bucks, then 35 million. And then in 2019, it was 81 million. So he's making what the entire payroll, or more than the entire payroll of, of Oakland. And there are other teams you could chuck in there too. You could probably take a look at Tampa and some of those that don't really pay a whole like, heck of a lot and, and see. But I think that that part's interesting as well. Here's the thing that people don't understand. This is why the, the Dodgers' ownership is brilliant because they've got all these different levers that they can pull now to be able to make up for a lot of this money. And by the way, he, some of the money is going to get deferred and all the rest of that. But mm-hmm. think about this. Sponsorships. Do you think sponsorships are suddenly going to be a lot bigger in L.A. Yep. At now with, with Shoho Itani there? He doesn't have to pitch this year. This year he'll just bat, right? But regardless of that, he's going to be there. People are going to go there. Ticket prices are going to get a little bit more elevated than they were. Luxury seating is another thing that will be higher. If it was 10, 10 grand last year, well, it's probably 12 grand this year, maybe 13 grand, whatever it is, all these different numbers. And, and the, the last thing I would say is they had a contract, the Dodgers did, $8.35 billion media contract with Spectrum. They're going to be able to negotiate and do some things with that as well, Dave. So this is a team that figured it out, leveraged it out, and said, you know what, we're going to pay this guy what we think he should get, and we're going to get more than that when it's all said and done off of all the reasons why we signed him in the first place. So from a financial standpoint, this is going to be big. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. They would not make this deal if they weren't making that money back. Right. right, it's they are going to make more than seven hundred million dollars off of Shohei Otani. The way I saw it described is he is essentially the Taylor Swift of Japan. You're getting the <laughs> Taylor is. Swift of Japan on your team in your hats in your uniforms, selling your merch for ten years uh, into the future. Plus, you know all of the Japanese advertising. If you watched Los Angeles Angels games the last few years, you looked at the behind home plate advertisements. More often than not, it was a Japanese brand with right. the Japanese language on it. I, I had no idea what it was, but that's because it's not for me. It's for the Japanese audience that are watching these games. They are going to make this back in year seven or so and and go all in, and they can afford to do it. The, the By the way, Pete, the stats I saw were that the last 10 years of the Oakland A's uh, payroll is less than Shohei Otani's deal, less than $700 million. The entire team for the past 10 years – Less than Shohei Otani's deal. Also, the other team last year that had a payroll below what Shohei Otani is going to make uh, per year, the Baltimore Orioles, who were very good, very just good. a lot of rookie contracts. Mm-hmm. It's going to yeah. be above that this year. They're, they're I was, giving uh, out the money now. I was reading an article this uh, earlier today. Uh, Shohei Otani is highest, most jerseys sold in, in MLB. Do you know how much? That they they kind of uh, I, don't, I don't estimate I guess is the word how much his he brings in without even playing baseball it's <laughs> yeah. in the tens of millions mm-hmm. I, I I mean you're right it it's this is one of those and I I liken it to I'll liken it to this when Joe Maurer signed his contract here after his 2010 year right I mean he coming off a great season but but Joe Maurer himself. Brings brought so much to the franchise of ticket sales, jersey sales, appearances, endorsements, all those kinds of things. It's not the same thing, but it's that philosophy of this guy's worth the money whether he plays well or not, whether yeah. he even goes on the field. And, yes, Shohei is going to play well. He's a great baseball player. But even if he doesn't, it's probably still worth it for them. Yep. 
And think about it just from the international exposure side of it, guys. I mean, that's what is the NFL trying to do? We all talk about it all the time. Well, we're playing in London. We're playing in Germany. We're playing in all these different places. You're doing it for a reason because you're trying to expand even further out than you already are. So uh, if if there's one team in in Major League Baseball that that absolutely – I'll tell you what, the Angels are going to miss out on this now (laughs) because the Dodgers are going to be cashing in on this, and it's going to be huge for them. And think of – Think of all of the Otani everything that now is going to be in Dodgers wear. So those guys who love them, they might have loved their old team, but they really love their new team. And this is going to be huge. From a baseball perspective, it will be interesting to see uh, that Mike Trout contract with the Angels. And if uh, maybe, just maybe, they're going to start uh, listing some offers. Yeah, yeah, Hmm. it should be interesting. Uh, The money is guaranteed, correct? Yeah, baseball contracts, baseball all money is guaranteed. Are, Correct. Yeah, we had someone texting us into the City's One Plumbing Talking text line asking if the money is guaranteed. It is. Uh, we'll step aside, take a break. You are listening to The Huddle on A3O, WCCO. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours... The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back to the huddle. Jingle Bell, you've uh, you got a little over two weeks left to do your holiday, your Christmas shopping. I imagine, Pete, are you already done? Have you done all your shopping already? Uh, no, my no? wife probably does. She's great about that. But uh, that, that song, Charlie, always reminds me of Christmas Vacation. No, it's my favorite movie. <laughs> it's just too great. It's my it's favorite a, it's holiday movie. generations. Christmas Vacation is one Mean Girls for another oh. generation. That is the wow. song they dance to <laughs> in Mean Girls. Yeah, I don't. I don't. You yeah, don't correlate. They do? Yeah. <laughs> That's my that that's our tradition, by the way. On Christmas Eve, we watch Christmas Vacation. Oh, I love it! I it's it's I, it's my favorite holiday movie, next to Die Hard. And yes, Die Hard is a Christmas. Die movie. Hard's a Christmas movie. Thank You're right. You. Oh yeah, is, I always view that as a Christmas movie for sure. <laughs> uh, so this week, the commissioners of some of the largest and most powerful football conferences, Big Ten, Big 12, ACC, SEC, have tried to lobby leaders in uh, Congress to back legislation that would set national standards on how collegiate athletes can profit on their NIL. Uh, And they are – what they're saying is that they want want a limit on this, Pete, which is something you have said (laughs) for a while – I don't know why they're going to Congress. Why don't they just go to you? You've been calling this for for uh, since they put it in since they put it into enactment that you've said this. This is you like they're preaching to the choir. Hmm. Well, it, it it certainly is interesting, right? I mean, I I think the idea was that they 
unfortunately, they they were moving faster than they should have given the backdrop of what the ramifications right. really could be, right? And I think it was just short-sighted when, when you consider all of that. But I think the reality is that, you know, we've talked about it a, uh, a ton of different times here on the show, and it's something where, okay, well, you've you, – it's out of Pandora's box, right? I mean, we're so here we are, and now we got to figure out what's next. And trying to come up with a system that that's going to be not as easy as it sounds, but I think there is there are ways that they could probably figure this whole thing out to have a salary cap, quote unquote, <laughs> or however yeah. you want to phrase this whole thing, because it's it's interesting. Now, uh, I know there's going to be pushback about having a cap. Uh, you know, there's cap in a lot of different sports already, but. The, one, the thing that I always like to correlate this whole thing to is, okay, but when something's not regulated properly, uh, that's a problem. And, and the easiest thing is to just look over at Bitcoin, right? Everybody mm-hmm. understands, hey, this Bitcoin, why, why do we even have that? Why, you know, there's a lot of people that to this day would t- say to you, there is no actual need for it or use for it. And, and they're, they're kind of right. <laughs> but but uh, there, there are reasons why it was created because uh, they're, they're, whether it's drug dealing or whatever else you want to want to want to put it into, there's a lot of different categories. So, you know, the Bitcoin world is sort of the same thing, and they're starting to finally get things a little bit more yeah. in order there. And that's that's what's going to have to happen with this NIL. They're going to have to figure this thing out. Now, I don't I don't pretend to have the answers. I'm just saying that the fact that you've decided to to launch this whole thing without going through a lot of what needed to go through before you launched it is a problem. They, they, they've got to get some kind of regulation um, in place, whatever that looks like, but there's got to be something. Well, and they said, you said this and they said it at the time that when this came in, that a national framework, uh, they needed it and it wasn't there in 2021 when they pushed this through, but they went ahead with it anyway. And so, yes, I do feel like, Congress needs to get involved because that's the only way something will happen. And I'm sure that that elicits strong opinions on either side of the aisle, whether this is truly an issue that our government should be taking up. But uh, you want to curb it. Why don't we start here? Why don't we stop letting kids play one year at a place and then go to wherever the NIL money is higher? Why don't we stop letting them do that? Why don't we Instead of having them penalized after a third transfer when you have to sit out a year, you can do this three times before you have to sit out make it only one time barring a coaching change or you know you, you dropping uh, your sport drops from from D1 to D3 and and furthermore and this is what really drives me crazy Pete is, is that what's taking place right now was put into motion long before the NIL was something that was legal the commissioners of these leagues have made this a billion dollar business and every and now all of a sudden everybody wants their piece of the pie when they had eight when they went to 80 plus bowl games or however many there are when there's college football games every night of the week in order to get your your institution nationally televised when you created sport networks sports networks for for those conferences uh, you created this beast that made this a multi-million billion dollar company, you know, conglomerate now mm-hmm. that everybody that, that the athletes want their cut of. And you've let this you've you've built this monster and now you are upset that it's stomping on your buildings and you're asking someone else to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else that could be done at this point. But my point is 
You created the problem, NCAA, <laughs> and all of these these different leagues. You have created this. You have made college football a professional league. And now you want someone else to come in and rescue you because you don't want your school over here in the SEC to lose this five-star recruit because he wants to go to a different state because there's more NIL money there. And and to me, that's garbage. And and I, I my guess is it'll get solved one way or the other. But, boy, it, it's a real big issue to me when you're creating the problem and then you're asking someone else to solve it for you. Yeah, it, it was it was so short sighted. They they just didn't do the right things, go through the right process, go through the right steps to get to the to the where they needed to get to at at the right way. And and that's unfortunate because how do you fix it? You know, I, I don't know what the actual I know that they've thrown out some ideas. Uh, one of the things that I still still sticks in my craw to some degree is all right, so right now Brock Purdy's getting paid less than probably the greater percentage of NIL players, uh, quarterbacks, let's just mm-hmm. say, because uh, just listening to what uh, Coach Rule was saying from Nebraska the other day, right? Didn't he say, well, to get a quarterback in, in the <laughs> in the portal that's going to be here, uh, it's going to take $1 to $2 million in NIL money. Well, Brock Purdy's making eight fifty. So yeah. <laughs> let's just think about that and absorb that just a little bit, that this guy who – potentially could be a guy who hits a home run when it comes to his next contract, by the way, the guy's had a, a perfect game. The guy's had this, he's, he's, he's really done an amazing job and potentially he could be up for MVP of the league this year. I mean, there are heck, I think there are three players, Dave, right now on San Francisco hmm. who could potentially be MVPs of the league. You got Debo Samuel, Samuel yep. looks unbelievable. McCaffrey, arguably the best running back in football. And then you got Purdy. Now, you could say, well, this quarterback's that. Purdy, when he's in the game, he he's a game changer. He he, he is. really is. Yeah. And he distributes the ball to other people, Kittle and whomever else. So he does an amazing job and, and without ego, from what we see anyway, without ego, and I have a friend within the organization that says that's exactly who he is. He's he's a great guy and, and people love him. The players love him on the team. So at some point he'll he'll get his uh his money for sure, but he's making eight fifty. And meanwhile, Dion Sun at Colorado's making mm-hmm. four million. How does that make any sense, right? I mean, so we got to figure out this NIL and they've got to get this thing figured out in a way that makes sense for everybody, including, including the players, but it's out of hand, Dave. And I, I just think it's going to be difficult now to, to put everything back in the box. It, it may be impossible. I yeah. don't know. I, I think you make a good point that you, you can't, you know, if, if Shadur Sanders is going to stay there for another year and he's going to make, you know, which he, I think he will, he'll, and he'll make another three, whatever, $4 million. And now you're going to tell him he can't. Right. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how you how you put it back, put it back in the box and, and, and they'll have to. My guess is whatever they do is they'll have to say, OK, in a couple of years, we're going to enact this. So you've got but but you're going to get back into people trying to skirt the system again. And, and we all know that the reason why they finally put this publicly is because it was being done behind closed doors anyway. And, mm-hmm. and so it was time to the only you know, we've talked about this before. The only difference is now it's all out there as opposed to it being done behind closed doors. And then it's going to happen again. Um, I, I don't know what the answer is. I, I am in it, it, it. To me, it's just incredulous that they've created this problem. And now they're looking for someone else to try to fix it for them. But that's where we are. That's where we are in semi-professional football. And I, and I may forever call college sports 
college football, semi-professional football from now on because that's exactly what it has become. All right, we'll take a break, come back, finish up hour number two. You're listening to The Huddle on 830-WCCO. Welcome back. 11.52 on a Sunday, taking you up to the noon games today for the NFL. Vikings playing at 3 this afternoon, a reminder. So if you have chores to do, you can get those done first, and then you can watch the football game in peace. Uh, let's hit the Cities on Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Pete, uh, we're welcoming your calls and texts for the next few minutes. 651-461-9226 on anything or everything that we've discussed or haven't discussed today. Uh, first one here comes to us. The kids want to be paid like pros. Will pros sign contracts? They need to sign a contract. Terms can be negotiated, but sign. I don't hate this idea, Pete. No, no. It is interesting. I mean, I you know, it, it this is such a difficult situation, Dave, but uh, the idea that you can get paid for the one year and then just go to another place, get paid mm-hmm. there and at another place, and it's, you know, as we've said, it's free agency. <laughs> and that, yeah. That's what this has created is a one-year contract, I guess, for free agency. Well, if that's the case, maybe you sign them to a four-year. <laughs> I, I, I don't, don't see – I don't necessarily see – I'm, I'm trying to think of a downside here. I, I mean, obviously for the kids, they, the, the, the athletes won't want this. But I don't think it's it's a bad idea to – and also to teach them a lesson about like commitment. If you're going to commit to somewhere, if you're going to take this scholarship – by the way, these are kids that are all getting – Free college educations out of all this. Okay, mm-hmm. let, let's not. And actually, in the article, it went on to say that that the kids that are transferring multiple times, uh, their graduation rates are lower as well. But you know, to teach the kids that that commitment and and an agreement means something, and that you can't just jump around, make them sign contracts. That's that's not a bad. Um, that's not a bad a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's another one. Set college sports where, let's see, where a university can apply for acceptance to the elite league, but it's based on, amongst other things, the ability to pay an athlete's minimum. Does that make sense to you? Am I, am I reading this the right way, Charlie? Help me out. They're basically saying that cap, no cap, uh, it would be nice to have a, the Gophers. They want the, basically, they want to create two leagues. They want an elite league, and they want another league, a step-down league, and they want the Gophers to be in the step down league. <laughs> I don't like that at all, personally. <laughs> uh, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I got to proof these before we put them on the air. Uh, hey, the Heisman Trophy was given away last night. Uh, Jaden, uh, is it Daniel? Jaden Daniels from yep. uh, LSU wins it over Bo Nix and others. Uh, his stats were pretty crazy this year, Pete. I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, we, we've talked about him and. I know his team. I think was nine and three at the end of the year. But what a what a year that kid put together! He put together an amazing year. Uh, oftentimes, though, Dave, uh, it, when you have something like he had three losses, uh, a lot of the time that kind of works against you. But I think they did the right thing. Actually, when you step back and you take a look, Bo Nix. I still love that kid. I, I I think he's pretty impressive. He he almost never gets sacked. He threw in three interceptions. The only losses they had was to a team that went undefeated with with Penix as their quarterback, yeah. who's another guy up for the Heisman. I think the uh, the toughest thing, and I know you guys were, were angry about the idea that it's just turned into a quarterback sort of a, an award. Here's here's part of the problem that comes along with that is you've got to somehow find another uh, different position that somebody stands out at an amazing level, right? And I think uh, – 
they got it right with the quarterbacks. I think mm-hmm. those were the three quarterbacks. So I think that that was perfect. They all had amazing years, 40 touchdowns, three interceptions for Knicks and 40 touchdowns, four interceptions for Daniels. But I look at Marvin Harrison, right? And, yeah. and, and everybody says, well, you know, you have a receiver in there, but he, of course he didn't get it. Here's the problem I have with that. His, his numbers, he's a great player. He's arguably the best receiver there is, right, in, in college football. But when you look at his numbers, they look like everybody else's numbers, right? I mean, when it comes down to it, there's a kid at LSU who has the exact same numbers again. And by the way, is better, LSU better turned numbers. into the – what's that? He had better numbers. Than better numbers. He had, yeah. he had 1,500 yards, which is more than, than Harrison had 1,200. Mm-hmm. They both had 14 touchdowns. He's six foot, 200 pounds. Unbelievable athlete. But again, I, I'm starting to think that if, if Iowa is tight end you, I'm starting to think that LSU must be wide receiver you, right? I mean, they are putting out guys, JJ and yeah. all these guys. It's it's impressive what they've been able to do. But, you know, Marvin Harris's numbers, uh, they're not even close to the top, really. I mean, they're, they're, they're close, but they're not the top. It's not like he had 24 touchdowns. Everybody else had 14. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's... So I think that's something that uh, un- until somebody really stands out as a running back or a wide receiver, tight end or whatever, it's a quarterback award because yeah, you I, can find them. I mean, my vote went to Tory or Troy Taylor. Who's the Iowa punter? What's his name? Oh, yeah. Tory Taylor? <laughs> see, Troy Taylor? Yeah. He did I win saw, the Ray saw, guy, but he was my Heisman vote. Yeah. J.J. McCarthy got, got one first place vote. I was going to ask how you got a chance to vote in the Heisman, <laughs> Charlie. Well, I, I went with the Iowa punter. JJ, JJ got second. <laughs> All right, I got good to time be the today, JJ fan. <laughs> good time today, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you download the podcast. You can get them on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have a great Sunday, everybody. We'll see you next week. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 